Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Warning this podcast contains strong opinions, rants, words, and complete and utter honesty, but that's not going to stop you, is it? Hello! Hello! I'm Louisa Zisman. I'm Anna Williamson. And each and every week we're bringing you our views on the big stories of the week. Except these stories are still going to be slightly old because we're still pre-recording. Yes we are! I am um, currently skiing. Now it's the 18th of Feb, it's a Monday. I went skiing on Saturday. Yep. Hopefully I'm still in one piece because imagine if this goes out and I've broken both my legs or my back and I've been fucking airlifted somewhere. That's true actually, I'm picking my nose. Sorry. Um, yeah that's true, that would be bad. Yeah. Let's just hope that hasn't happened. However, if you're following me on Instagram, hopefully you're seeing some amazing pictures of me looking super fucking hot yeah, in my ski outfit. gear. Yeah. And I will have just finished the Slebs Go Dating final. Um, Finally. And, and I believe, well, I'm not too sure, that the show will be coming out around now. Oh, on it's E4. Quick. Around now on quick E4. Turnaround. Yeah. So watch out, E4. Every night. Watch out. Anna's about. Watch out. Anna's about. Although I'm slightly worried about how the edit's going to make me look. But hey, we will see. No, we'll they see. won't make you look bad. You're the host, darling. Oh, You're the darling. star of well, the fucking show. Well, darling. Well, bless you. God bless you, darling. Um, um, anyway, um, each week, of course, we're bringing you our views on the big stories of the week. Oh, you've already said that bit. Sorry. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> So we are still pre-recording and it is now 25 past 10 on Sunday the 3rd of I've Feb. lost my brain. We, um, yeah, I've we have. I've literally lost Imogen my mind. just keeps, like, melting into fits of giggles. She, she actually does. Um, so what are we going to talk about? So mum forums, everyone, like... I, I've been on mum forums. You do. For mum forums, don't they, right? But also, everyone ends up on a mum forum. All the time. When you're, like, late at night... Rocking that crying baby that won't go to sleep. Or even if they're not crying. Straight in. You're just sitting there thinking, should I put them down? Are they going to go to sleep? It's always babysitter net mums and mums net that comes up straight away. Well, a friend of mine uh, posted this and it uh, it cracked me up because it was a bit of a pastiche, um, a bit of a piss take on... Uh, on on kind this of is all funny. of the mum forums all crashed into one. So it's it's funny. It's called Sleep is for the Week. And incidentally, my mum friend that sent this to me, she sent it while she was on the toilet, where we all have our holy grail, obviously. We all have our try and have our private poo, but they're never private anymore, are they? We've always got a child yeah. bashing in on your knees or something. This is um, promoting a book, right? 
Uh, no, I don't think it is. Yeah, it's oh, oh, is it? Oh, it is. Ah. So the book is called Sleepers for the Week. Sleepers for the Week. How um, to Survive When Your Baby Won't Go the Fuck to Sleep. Okay. So I'll just kind of read out the highlights. A Beginner's Guide to Mum Forums. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you've, cu- you've tried co-sleeping, no sleeping, gradually retreating and dabbled in Gina Ford, but still your baby will not sleep. Mm. So in a desperate moment of sleep-deprived madness, you go to the place you told yourself you would never go. The, the Mum Forums. forums. <laughs> Then you post the words no parent should ever post on the internet. How do you get your baby to sleep? And things go a little bit like this. It now, this is a really, on. really long we'll post. Pick out the, be- the but, best one. But my best bits, I'm so tired. My baby is six months old and still wakes up all night, every night. Does anyone know how to get a baby to sleep? That's how it starts, okay? And Smug then it, mum. <clears throat> go on. Is that what you said my baby set through from six days old? No, I haven't done that Sorry, one. not so, sorry. Yeah. Mama fucker. I hate to tell you this at smug mum, but fuck off. <laughs> Oh, I love this one. Crazy mummy. Um, oh, but just here's a picture of Tom Hardy. You're welcome. Just a oh complete random. Oh, my God. Random. I don't get, just to go off topic, I don't get the obsession with Tom Hardy. Not my I kind of guy I have met him a couple of times. Oh, oh, oh. Just oh. casual. Just casual. She just threw that in Do there. Do you know my Tom Hardy just, story? Just a little... So not my Tom Hardy story. A few so, times she's met him. Come on, tell us the Tom Hardy well, story. Well, I've met him. There are women like woohooing over this. Yeah, well, Tom Hardy, uh, I've met him a couple of times at a, a charity event, okay, where I was, um, Princess Trust thing, where I was uh, interviewing him. Um, well, and this is the thing with Tom Hardy. So I found I was really excited about meeting Tom Hardy. And like, he was one boring fucker. Well, it kind of goes a bit worse, actually. Oh. Because he was really nice, actually. Okay. A bit short. Quite sure. I, and I just come off nothing about him that I find, find attractive. No. Well, he just come off filming the Re- Revenants. Is it? Was I it the Revenants? You know the I'm well, crap good film. The good. Was it the Revenants? Emo. The Revenants. Emo. Yeah. No, you know so, a lot of shit like lot, about films. She knows a lot stuff. of shit about. You'll be good in a general knowledge quiz. She'd be my phone a friend on million. No, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. But you'd be good in a pub quiz, babe. You're not. She's not going to win you a million. No, she no. No, Maybe you're not, are you? Grand. No, you're not. You need to like Maybe befriend one grand. of the chasers. Lots of knowledge. Imo, not quite as much. But she's a good quiz master at Christmas. Quiz Actually, master. she shouted a lot. You really shouted. Aggy. She shouted at us. She, she was shout. really pissed off. We did cheat, though. We did cheat. Yeah, we did cheat. Um, but anyway, right, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. So, um, so we'd kind of done this sort of like photo lineup and stuff, and I'd have okay. a little chat, and then I was like. I committed the ultimate sin because obviously in media, in telly and stuff, you don't ask anyone for autographs or selfies. Like oh. you just don't, you just don't put yourself yeah. there. However, I do think there are certain occasions in life where you can relax that rule. Okay, I wonder who and I'd relax that rule for. Interesting. Have a think about that. Okay. I want to know. So you relax Tom Hardy. Uh, well, because my friend Joe does my makeup a lot. She loves Tom Hardy. So I was like, do you know, what? I just get a little, get a little selfie for Tom Hardy. It's on my Instagram somewhere from years ago. Um, so. I was like, I really want to selfie with Tom Hardy. So I sort of followed him, you know, to find an appropriate <laughs> moment. And um, then he thought, but, you're a weird stalker. No, no, he was fine. He was fine. But oh. then he, so I was sort of just waiting and I'd kind of like prep some. But he, and she he went, is wiggling her shoulders in some weird like <laughs> sexual way. predator way while she's telling the story. He, it was a bit like that. It was Tom Hardy, man. Anyway, he went to the toilet. So I was oh, thinking. she's followed him into the yeah, toilet so now, guys. To the toilet. This is the ah. embarrassing bit. So I was thinking, right, we've got, we've got literally three minutes till oh, we have no. to be somewhere else. Oh, so I thought, no, he Tom did Hard- a big shit. Yes. Okay, he just did not why do you always come oh, up the sorry, punchline? Sorry, Yeah, no, she's right though. So I went, always do that. You, so you're very good at second guessing. That's why you did so well in the franchise. Like literally. So he went into the loo, and I'm sort of hovering outside the door. Oh my god! Thinking this, he's going for a number one. This is awkward. Yeah, and then it gets to the point where you're thinking oh. he like a good a good 45 seconds 
minute goes and you go and you haven't heard the hand dryer so you know he's oh, gone for god, a poo oh god she's really hovering yeah you know he's she's gone for a poo she's that close she can hear the hand dryer yeah, so, oh, well, look, I couldn't hear it so then I was like this, he's gone for okay. a poo he's gone for a quick shit so then I'm standing outside a the toilet shit. then it gets really awkward because it's like I've hung around long enough now Now I just I look for at, him to know well for him to know but also it now looks a bit weird for me to leave because well, it's he like, didn't know you were there it wouldn't have been weird no I know but then I was like I've committed now so I'm going to stand around for myself it wouldn't have looked weird for you to leave it looked weirder you staying there well, I because stayed. now he's going to come out the toilet and know that you've been there the whole time yeah. and he's been doing a shit and, yeah and that's what happened <laughs> he basically came out of the toilet which was a disabled toilet oh, and you know how disabled can... toilets like the door opens really wide so do you know what so you, you get a bit of a done. whiff no so you get a oh, bit of a back, 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 oh, no, back wind of, of Tom Hardy oh. who he had thought he had conveniently picked the moment that everybody else got into the auditorium oh. for him to go for his poo oh, only God. to be left with me standing oh, outside I'm cringing for you yeah me too man so anyway he came out um, I was like really sorry Tom uh, and he was still <gasps> literally wiping his hands on his oh, jeans at least he washed yeah at least he washed um, so I had a quick selfie with him but it was a bit awkward because he knew that I'd been waiting for the full seven minutes while he'd done a quick poo <gasps> to get him I still got the selfie oh my god she's so happy yeah she goes and still got the selfie she's like a Cheshire fucking cat I still got the selfie babe selfie goals there's something called like Respect. appropriate behaviour yeah self respect and that that was not appropriate. No, it wasn't. What went through your mind? Well, what went through my mind, honestly, is to that- make you feel like that was socially appropriate behaviour. That uh, just was strange teenage girl, yeah. weirdo stalker behaviour. Well, I, kind of, I did try and style it out by, no, by being no on my phone. No, there's no styling that out. Well, I tried to style it out. Why would you be by your phone next to the disabled toilet? <laughs> what? Why? Why? I have no Why? defense. I have no defense, Liz. There's no defense. I have no you defense. should have left after two minutes. Yeah, I know. But then, then in my head, I'm thinking on the other side of this door. So technically, about three, three inches away, Tom Hardy is sitting with his trousers around his ankles, having a number two. So that would just feel a bit weird. So you were like ten inches from Tom Hardy's dick. I didn't think of that, but yes, I was. That's the story, Anna. That made it even... That is the story. That is your Tom Hardy story. It's my Tom Hardy story. I met Tom Hardy and I was 10 inches from his dick. That's the headline for the Mail Online. That's it. But it smelled like poo. (laughs) But he'd had a poo. And I'll be honest, my excitement of fancying him was tarnished a bit by the poo. Oh, yeah, would be. Then I did think, who waits for the Prince's Trust Awards to have poo? Well, you've got to go, you've got to go. It's fucking rich coming from you. All you ever do is get get to the studio and shit. I mean, that's all you do very frequent bowels, Lou. It's all I can say. How do you know Tom Hardy doesn't? Look, we all love Tom Hardy. And actually, I think some of my Princess Trust friends listen to this podcast. If you do, hey, guys. uh, They know about the Tom Hardy poo story. Oh, okay, thank God. They love Tom Hardy too. He's really nice. Okay. Anyway. Well, at least he's a nice shitter. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of shit, (laughs) shitty day of the week, it's National Drink Wine Day. Not so shitty. Not so shitty. Although, why do we need a day to tell us to drink wine? We are all adulting. And to be an adult, you need wine. Unless it's your brother, he might die. Unless it's my brother, he he can't drink wine. No, he will die. But I think that as well. The minute how you do give we birth, know that he'll die if he drinks wine? Some sick part of me, you know, like when people tell you, you want that to try shit, it out. I just want to be like, but are you going to die? But did you die? No. Did you have a bit of wine? Yeah. Yes, but if did you, you ever die? meet no. my younger brother, please don't spike his drink because then I don't want to really test that theory out. But so tempting. Have yeah. you never been tempted? No. But why? No, I have not been tempted to almost kill my brother. But why will he almost die? Just because of the, the, kidney, the thing. kidney thing he's got, yeah. 
but it must be quite severe then. It is severe. Why don't you give him one of yours? That is a question genuinely we are having to look at. Yeah. Yeah, one day we are. You got two. Yeah, I know. Do I love him that much though? I don't think it's that bad doing that. No, I would do it. Didn't um, <coughs> Selena Gomez yeah. or some... Like, yeah. Um, was it her? Yeah. Um, was it Selena Gomez? No. Someone like that. Who went out with um, Justin Bieber? That was Selena Gomez. Yeah, it was Selena Gomez. It was her, right? Yeah, was, and yeah. my celeb knowledge is normally horrific. Um, anyway, we've talked enough shit. Let's literally. talk um, from Marjorie. Shall we hear a message from Marge? Yes. Do you want to read this one? Yeah. She says, hey, Louisa, Anna and Emma. Hello. I'm looking for advice. I have a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old, but my 10-year-old has a different dad who he sees regularly. What is it? She keeps spilling Sorry. her drink. Sorry. <laughs> I'm literally dizzy. Um, I've been with my youngest son's dad for eight and a half years and we are all a happy family. I also get on amazingly with his parents, but I have this one issue that annoys me more and more every year. When it comes to Christmas and... No, that was my hand on the sofa. Yeah. Anna was trying to accuse me of farting. You are the shitty one. I haven't broken my... When it comes to Christmas and birthdays, my partner's parents give the kids different amounts in their cars. <gasps> Ooh. That's not good. No. Example, youngest gets 100, oldest gets 50. My son is always polite and thanks them very much, but when they're gone, he asks me why they don't get the same. Oh, God, this oh, is this really is awful. Bad. I don't feel I should be put in this position by them. Now it's got to the stage where my partner will pop past and get the cards and we will split the money evenly between the two of them before they even open the cards so they have to the same. suggest that. Yeah. I do not understand why they don't just put 75 in each. It's really bizarre to me as I'd never, ever do that to someone. I don't care if they got £10 each as long as it was even. Louisa, I know you have Dixie and I wondered if your current husband's parents give differently to Dixie than Indy and Clemmy. Is it just me or is this so wrong? I don't know how to approach it as we get on so well and don't want to cause tension. Thanks, girls, and keep up the amazing podcast. I love it. Oh, thanks, sweetie. Oh, gosh. This well, over sad. to you. So, um, <clears throat> this is, we don't have this problem. So, my husband, my mother in law is like Mother Santa. She I love is, how when you talk about mother in law, you stop swearing. No, she is. So, when um, she first met Dixie, I think. It was in Ireland. Yeah, I think we'd taken Dixie to Ireland and we went to her house and she was like, hi, Dixie, I'm Nana. Oh, I love her already. I fucking love her. She was like, Dixie, you can call me Nana and this is Danda. And so all the kids um, call Andy's yeah. dad Danda because I think the eldest grandchild couldn't Started. say granddad and it ended up as Danda. And she had bought her gifts and you would never know that that was not her grandchild. Oh, how adorable. You would never, ever know. And when I had Indy, they came over to see me and Dixie got all the attention. And bearing in mind, like, it was her oldest son's firstborn. She paid that baby no attention. And it was all about Dixie. What a wonderful woman. She, she is amazing. But she has six kids wow, and 14 really? grandkids. Wow. Yeah, and Dixie has never not felt part of that family. Like, she calls them her Irish cousins. She loves her cousins. Like, there's no... there's so There's nice. nothing, like, for Christmas. They She would never ever dream of treating them differently. Of treating them di- it just wouldn't even enter her psyche. And I think that this woman is a bit of a bitch. So just to add it's in mean. my... Yeah, well, I, I... Yeah, and I think... I don't know how you would feel, but I would confront it. I, I, I know you get on with them. So slightly different, um, but but similar in the fact that my... I thought was laughing then. My nephew, um, so my brother's son, um, <clears throat> has uh, half brother and half sister. 
Um, but I treat all of those things. I've, I've, mm. My brother's also got another daughter, Maddie, as well. Um, but I treat my um, nephew's half-brother and half-sister, who I know really well, exactly the same at yeah. Christmas. Um, I don't get him a big gift or anything like that. Yeah. I, I make sure it's I get all it equal. all equal. Because I think, I think it, you know what? More than anything, as you say, I hate the in- inequality that hurts. Yeah. But also, I would hate for them later in life, for any to of the feel. children to feel that they were in yeah. any way less worth uh, yeah. something or there was favouritism because I think that then breeds for, lack of confidence Like even stuff. so in our house obviously Dixie has two half sisters and then she's yeah. also got a half brother now That's on it. her dad's side and we like a, you know like she has a brother and she has two sisters yeah. and there's no and actually my so my babies know her brother so my do exes they? yeah so and it's like it's right really weird what do they call it well how do they refer to him? i don't know no i was just thinking about that i've never but i would guess i'd kind of call him their brother yeah like or a cousin or yeah so yeah. um there's not there's like never been any like half your half sisters it's always been like your sister and your Mm. brother and Mm. that's what they are Mm. and I think that actually the more you know blended families that we have the less relevant the half sister and I remember being at school and being like oh you've got a half like discussing it with my school friends and now it's just like my sister my brother like yeah yeah. it's just not a thing is it I think I mean I can see it annoys you but what is lovely I think there what is I would definitely grab the cards like you do yeah and and, and split it but I I do think perhaps it is something that maybe your husband could bring up I think it's a thing for your husband to bring up yeah and because you obviously get on with them which is really great and you know what perhaps they don't realise I know it sounds really silly but perhaps they don't because I'm pretty sure my mum probably gives my nephew more than she does his brother and sister and also they're quite old fashion they will yeah. think that we're of a generation that's a lot more accepting yep. of divorce and remarriage and more more brothers more sisters more this more that like that's our kind of generation they, they, you never know they might feel really bad well, they to, probably think, would, to think yeah. that you've made that you actually pick up on it and they i think give them a chance to kind of answer to that and rectify yeah. and get your husband to have that question that answer session Definitely. first but otherwise i think you're doing the right thing by by intercepting yeah i would pass it over to the hubby to um, deal with just a ca- really casual like casual. Look, do you know what like, appreciate so noticed yeah. a couple of times so the last Christmas I had to actually split the money equally yeah. it'll just make our lives easier if you just did 50-50 from now on yeah yeah, like that's all it needs all to be. All it needs doesn't need to be a big drama. No. I think some people go into things a bit too much sometimes. I agree. Keep it cash, but yeah. just, just raise the point. Yeah, definitely. Good luck, doll. Um, yeah, remember if you want to get in touch, you can email us uh, loosehipspod at gmail.com or drop us a WhatsApp on oh seven three nine five three four six one zero one. We'll be back with more chats after this little break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to Loose Lips Pod yep. with hello, me, hello. Anna Williamson, and... Me, Louisa Zisman. Yay. So, um, we've touched on this before, actually, but... Um, few things have come out like a few studies about mm. kids on social media Ooh, yeah it's so gift that keeps on giving i know it really is social media the demise of our society um a growing number of children under the age 11 are registering for social media accounts yeah. despite minimum age limits which is i think i'm pretty sure it's 13 yeah it's 13 yeah. um is that on facebook instagram and twitter yeah. i think yeah, yeah. It is, yeah um so ofcom which is like the uk's communication communications regulator published a report and it basically um talks about the services and devices that children are using um and it found that basically young children have their own social media accounts despite people saying you are not allowed to register if you're under 13 Mm -hmm. but apparently 18 percent of eight eight years old to 11 years old had a social media profile of their own this is more disturbing um yeah, a less than a third of parents who knew I'm their it, who knew their child had a social media profile could correctly state the minimum age limit. So That's basically, interesting. Yeah, so parents so don't parents know. Are just ignorant to it. That's incredible. Um, so basically, it's just saying that Instagram's got really popular. WhatsApp and Snapchat. I don't use Snapchat. Do you? No, I think it's I'm a real, it's not it's a real generation. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so really popular <laughs> for twelve to fifteen year old. While Facebook was named as like the main social network by thirty one percent. Um, and it also just said about obviously we all know this the pressures um, about teenagers being on social media um, with 78% of them saying so nearly 80% saying they Mm. felt there was a pressure to look popular and that's the key, isn't it? It's the look popular in inverted commas. It's all about the appearance. It's, it's all about the bullshit of the facade. I know. Like, just separating this from children for a minute, adults are yeah. so fucking pathetic. Mm. I mean, they project... A whole, I mean, I've got people I know, it's a load of bullshit. Yeah. And I just think, I know you. Yes. It's a load of Crap, bullshit. Yeah. Like, I know people that are getting divorced every six months, proclaiming their love to their husband mm. all the bloody time. Mm. And I just think, dude, last week, your husband moved out. Mm. This week, you're bloody on a date night. At, like, fuck off, yeah. you fake bitches. It's just, it's just so, and this is... And do you know what? It's all done to make people feel bad about 
themselves yeah it's yeah. look at my life look how fabulous i am oh you haven't got what i've mm. got i'm sorry but for the fact you. is and as we all know the filter and it isn't just the actual filters but the filter that everyone puts well not everyone but a lot of people yeah. put on social media it's all just a load of absolute tosh and I don't, it's weird uh, because that we know isn't it's getting happening. through. But, well, do you know what annoys me actually even more is the celebrity. So I actually am very unfiltered, as you all know, on my Instagram. She but, actually but, is. But, and but, I'm not just saying you do look great. But what annoys me though is like if I feel like shit, I'll put a filter on and then I'll be like, put a filter, filter on. Because yeah. I look like shit. But what annoys me is not just, I'm not just talking about actually filtering the photos, but like filtering the content and about the mm. celebs mm. that go on and on and on about being real and being this and being that. And you know, it's just it's a load not, of shit. Yeah. They preach so much about, you know, oh, being real on the on, on Instagram. And it's not fucking real. Yeah. They're still feeding you a load of shit. Mm. I actually feel sometimes the more someone bangs on about how real they're being they're making such a point about being real that is a bit like me though yeah but you just no, <laughs> I don't know no but you just get no, I, I just get on with you, that you don't, yeah, I, don't. I mean like the big worthy post you know what I mean the yeah, big like, like I'm just oh, like I'm, I'm boycotting the this up. and the that yeah but but you don't it's make any like, apology for that yeah. you're just like here I am but then obviously they look one way on Instagram then they get papped and they look a completely different way oh, there you go which is very interesting but and you know what it is like obviously on your Instagram I do it on mine you're not going to put up an unflattering picture no there's always a sense of you vanity you look good and yeah. there is a sense of vanity like That's I'll be honest we're on it. I won't put myself in Instagram right now as we speak I, I actually I look have, like absolutely I did, poo I did put you on yeah I don't really care that much yeah but I don't care that much didn't put myself on mine but did put you on <laughs> You look so much better than me. But here's a question, because Dixie's eight. Yes. So how do you feel about the whole social media account thing for a there's young There's no way. Woman? Dixie doesn't have a phone. Like, there's no way, literally over my dead body, mm. that she would be on Instagram or any kind of social media at eight years old. Why? Why does she need to okay, be on it? Why at, would she even need a phone? Okay, here you go. At 13, no, what are you going to No, no fucking way. No, yeah. Why would I? Yeah. Why would I expose my innocent child, and they are children at 13, whatever shit your 13-year-old's spinning you, they're 13 years old and they're a child. Why would you expose them mm. to something that... They're not emotionally, mentally ready for. So if she wants to go on, she can would fuck she, off. So not even if you would control the account? No, she can fuck off. Like really? she is not having an Instagram account. And I have this. Till what age? I have friends till she's 16. Right. I have friends that um, have older children than me. And we have this quite heated debate sometimes. Like yeah, my, yeah. my best friend's got five kids. Her eldest is 17. Oh, yeah. Her youngest is eight years old, the same mm. as Dixie. And um, she's like, you can't do that. Like, you're going to give in. I've got five. I've been there. I've been through it. And her eight-year-old's got a phone. And well, I don't think her eight-year-old's got social media, but her <coughs> 11-year-old or her 10-year-old definitely has. And I'm like, no, I'm not. She's like, but she'll feel left out. Like, she can go and feel left out. But let me tell you, she she may feel left out and it might make her feel shit for mm-hmm. a little bit of time. But she's going to feel better off than the other girls that are on social media that are feeling like emotional emotionally damaged babes, and mentally damaged babes, that's from been all happening the, in the news recently they're all killing you know, themselves yeah, these, these young girls uh, yeah, yeah the, the, and, and it's all saying it's, uh, it's, it's, it's linked to social media these young it's ladies it's all linked to social media that, one that in four girls cope. are harming yeah, it's 25% but why what I don't understand is as a parent why would you 
put your child on social media when experts and statistics are screaming at you saying this is not good for your child? <coughs> Do you know what? I th- I honestly think, and I... It's damaging. I, yeah, and I honestly think, and I, I come at this with, with my childline counsellor hat on as well, I don't think parents honestly give it as much thought as they should. No, I don't. I think they just go, oh, yeah, whatever. whatever. Just, you what know, okay. Yeah. But without actually properly thinking. And but I think it it's the harmful. easier option. And I also it think... Is. It's lazy. It comes down to, yeah. once again, lazy parenting. And yeah. parents not want to have that fight with their kids. Yeah. And I will fight mine. Mm. And I will do what I think is the best for my children until they're mm. adults and they can make their own decisions. You know, it's really funny you said that. I've literally come today from my parents, put around to catch a free lunch. And I don't know why we were talking about it. My older brother piped in with a comment who, who like... His kids are 21 and, yeah. and 19 now. Um, but he said, in, and he's really liberal, like really liberal. And he was like, I don't think kids should have mobile phones. And I was I like, and then my mum well, piped on him going, I completely agree, actually. With and I was like, well, that's interesting for you to have an opinion on this. You normally mm. never have opinions. And he was like, I just think it's really unnecessary and pointless and such a stress and a burden. Well, there was it, it, it was because he was, his, well, he's, a, he's a businessman and his phone was pinging on the whole time and he was like it's because it's just relentless he's yeah. like I can't cope with it as an adult and I was like this is so interesting from a it guy that actually isn't into all of that anyway but why does your child need a phone or a social media account when you're dropping them off to school in the morning picking them up they spend all day with their friends like they should be off. banned in school yeah they should but then they get home and they're all on whatsapp they're all on instagram doing all this shit and it's like carries on stuff for, for, during the mm. day and if your kid's not part of that it's just like oh no I don't know what was happening mm. they just come in okay they might feel a bit left out but actually in the long run it's better for them how I don't know about you I am so I don't know if any of our listeners feel like this I'm so so grateful that we I, I left school just on the cusp yeah. of mobile phones I know because I would I Can think school would have been horrific be if we'd had mobile now. phones and social media awful. I used to get home from school and you know the hard hardwired phone yeah. and I used to get, get take the hardwired phone around the stairs and just sit on it yeah. for like two hours my dad used to be up the wall about the BT phone yeah. bill I always rang this up but I love that actually you know you'd just be sitting there talking absolute crap and yeah. a boyfriend would have to ring your actual house phone as well yeah. I remember this guy like, oh I really God. fancied him running like, ring to the up. phone yeah, running, before, like, your phone. no one answer the phone I'm getting it but I'm with you I think the whole I mean I think it's something that I, I talk about it a lot to be honest whenever I do any like press articles about it um just with sort of my counsellor hat on I don't it's not going anywhere social media and I do think there's an element of getting on board with it however I really applaud you for being that vigilant about it mm. with Dixie and I am no, I, look, I will absolutely follow the same a, path maybe that's my ideal maybe my friends are right and I don't have older children but you know what you're doing you're doing what you feel is right for your daughter and I think yeah. and I think you have to come at it from your own perspective and I also believe and I think and I believe are, it's harmful because we yeah. are extraordinarily exposed yes the position that we are in yeah. in the public eye to know what we're, it's like we're exposed to know what we're catching what it's like yeah. what we what we get what weirdos we get what, what we're horrible sending off the get, whole time what we're constantly knocking back yeah. I am of a strong enough disposition yeah. to go fuck off you bastards and, and, and also and actually, intelligent enough to know how to handle that yeah. as you say you, I, I've had a load of unsavoury messages recently but look at yeah. the, the girl that killed herself from Love Island yeah. she's yeah. an adult mm. and she couldn't, couldn't handle the, the shit that she got mm. from people mm. so why would you think that your eight year old child mm. is able to handle the that. shit that yeah. she like the shit that they get it's just baffling to me. Yeah. 
And there is shit. And also, like, my friends with older kids, they've all got these WhatsApp groups and then things are being screenshotted and this kid said this to this other kid and the school are then getting involved and the mums are arguing. It's too much. Because, you know, and I'm just like, my friends are telling me about this and I'm like, what the fuck? Why don't you just take their phones away? It's really not that difficult. Or if your child needs a mobile phone because they're walking to and from school, that's great. Get them an old Nokia. They can walk to and from school. They can get home from school. They can switch it off and they can give it to you. And if Dixie's in a situation where she's travelling to a school where I want to be able to have contact with her, mm. that's what I'll do. Mm. Mm. Like, it's really quite simple to me. I don't know why um, it has to it's so yeah. complicated to yeah. everybody else. Yeah, I agree. It's, to me, it's that black and white. Good chat, good opinion. Let what, us know what, what you is, think. Yeah, does, does your 8, 9, 10, 11, 12-year-old have social media? We'd love to know. Yeah, love to you can know. email us, lisa at gmail.com. Um, Um, I like this next one. Yeah, moving on. So uh, it has been found that sex is as good as uh, meditation for your health. Um, Meditation has been found to have a ton of positive effects on our health. It has. I love meditation. It's great for anti-anxiety. Because I'd rather have a wank. Oh my (laughs) gosh, she actually would. So I do meditate. I bloody love it. It really really helps my anxiety. It's amazing. How long does it take to meditate? You can meditate in a couple of minutes. It's just just, just, like get down to that zone. You don't have to go into like major, major. It's just, yeah, it's just taking yourself away. So from improving memory to reducing stress and decreasing blood pressure while sex is a well-known stress reliever it totally is it is so it shouldn't come as any surprise to learn that sex can be a form of meditation scientists Mm -hmm. have said that women uh, who took part in three mindful meditation sessions two weeks apart their sexual desire arousal lubrication satisfaction rose yeah lubrication lubrication so mediation aids good sex and sex can act as a mediator a meditation itself sorry Sex as a form of meditation has been around since the year dot. It's a part of tantric sex. Yeah, have and you now, ever tried that? No, but Paul, Too who I work with, for that. well, Paul, who do, oh, I do slaves go dating yeah. with, he has done tantric sex. He said it was absolutely mind blowing. It's quite hands off, isn't it? Yeah. It's like totally like, hands off. Like, like, like taking in each other's aura and, and stuff. He's yeah. a, he's a mind-blowing. He's really? Like mind-blowing, but isn't, yeah. don't you have to do it for hours? Yeah, I mean, I haven't got the patience. I haven't got the patience. I mean, patience. babes, we're lucky. I'd we rather get, like, get off and go to sleep. Well, two and a half minutes, do you I know what I mean? I haven't got time for all this tantric shit. Fucking smelling my aura. Oh, I don't no. want to smell anyone's aura. No, I don't want to smell anything, I don't want to smell anything. There's enough smells. Yeah, there's too many smells going on. Yeah, too much. Too much. So, omming and orgasmic meditation uh, is a trend that's becoming popular in the US. The practice is stroking someone else's clitoris for 15 minutes. Do you want me to stroke your clitoris, Lou? Shall we try this? <laughs> Sorry. Now, omming and orgasmic meditation is a trend that's becoming popular. Mm. And the practice of doing that is stroking someone else's clitoris. Isn't that just foreplay? For 15 minutes with no goal other than to feel the sensation. Well, is that not just like kind of fingering someone? someone? <laughs> Basically, it's fingering. That's it. End Basically, of they're saying finger yourself Isn't or someone. Fingering, a really vulgar word. Finger, but fingering, fingering would be like going in the nun. Finger Whereas blasting. the clit stroke would be like a little bean flick. I really hope your mum's not listening to this. Oh, God. Hi, mum. Hi, mum. Um, so, yeah, so sex, de stress, meditation, having a little, I think having a little bean to, flick, Lulu. You know, if I'm angry, mm. that's like makeup sex, isn't it? Not that I ever argue with Andrew, but if I'm like angry about something, mm. I'm like, oh, you just need that release. Of it an is, a, it's a definite release. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is a release. And who would not rather do that to themselves really quickly? Yeah. 
And then go on with your day and be Definitely. happy. Definitely. I think we have to be a lot more Imagine relaxed Imagine how about angry that. I would be if I never orgasm. It's, you'd be really angry. I would, like, fucking kill people. Do you know, I'm going to say something really personal here. But oh. after I had Enzo... Oh. No, seriously, I'm going to be serious, because there might be some other mums that might feel the same. Okay. Because so, after I had Enzo, um, it honestly took me... Yeah. About a year. Oh, my face. year and a half to, like, Come. reach the big O. Yeah. I wonder yeah. why. Well, because I think most of it was psychological, but it was also physical. Yeah, I had but a lot was of... that on your own or with Alex? Both. Really? Just like in general, because I had a lot of psychological, like, like oh my, well, just because of the whole birth so thing. So it wasn't and then, that and, good. And it was this painful. wouldn't be that good. No, well, no so, but... So I'm going to be... Right, this is the other thing. The thing so is, my, though... My... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bean. Um, and was the bean. Because of, and this is why I want to like, reassure anyone else Did like, that's had a baby. Damaged? It was bruised. Like, what, for a year and a half? For about eight months. <gasps> Did you not take Arnica? No. But I went, well, no, it was like bruised internally, just like the nerve, because it's such a, no, it's so, it's so, so full of nerve endings. And I went, to a, but, I went to a doctor about it, they said it's quite normal. But what, but the baby doesn't go near your clip. It wasn't the baby, it was the forceps and oh, everything okay. else that had yeah, gone Yeah, because I've never had any kind of intervention. Yeah, there, was, there was a lot of pushing and pulling going on down there. And because of the, the, the interference I'd had, everything was pretty bruised down Ooh. there. And I remember Ooh. saying, I felt really, I felt really abnormal. And I was really? like, because like, to touch it, like it wasn't to touch it, like even wearing a pair of knickers. Really? Like I would be like, ouch. And I remember honestly being... Is that because it was so oversensitive? So oversensitive, yeah. And I remember being really upset thinking, is this my sex life literally done yeah. forever? I'd like to report now, two and, and a half fine. years in, it's totally back I to normal. I t- took two and a half years. I know, I know, right? I'd like to report. You'll be all right. You'll be all fine two and a half years. You'll be all right in a quarter of a decade. But it literally, it literally took that long. Yeah. See, anyway. I, um, I, Clemmy was my one with the most intervention and that was just because I had an epidural and she was in the wrong position so they kind of had to move, the, they went in and moved oh, yeah. her head yeah. and that was the most I've ever had done to me and she was my quickest recovery. Interesting. Yeah, I was like, had sex three weeks after Did having you? her. Did Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think that's amazing. A lot of people do. Which yeah, is great. I was like, f- I was fine. Didn't and it's not recommended for six weeks, is it? No, although I do, I do know a couple of people that got, I just think, good on you. If you want to have well, it off I was fine. three weeks after having a baby, I'd take my hat off to all of you, quite really? frankly. Yeah. We were, we were. Yeah, but I have this thing, like, after I have a baby, I'm like, I'm back to fucking normal yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And Here also, I am. like, yeah. no one wants to have sex with me when I'm pregnant. Yeah, so it was probably a dry spell. Mm. It was about time you put out. Yeah, that's all I've got. <laughs> anyway, interesting chat though. Yeah, like it. Good chat. Like it. Masturbation, all that. I'm really interested though about like your, your bruised clit. Yeah, it was. It was a moment. What about internally? Yeah, it was sore. Just, uh, just the Scarring. whole region. Really? Yeah, it was really painful. It was like glass. And what have they said if you have another baby now? How I haven't asked the question, but oh, God, I have, I'd be fucking asking I have, that before well, I had I, another one. Well, I've, I've, I don't, well, I don't know how I will feel after another baby, but I'm back to normal completely. I have had a full examination, and yeah. like, well, that woman fisted you. We, we all yes, know that did. if you listen to the full podcast. She was a pelvic floor physiotherapist. <laughs> I know, I'm completely back to normal, which is fine. It took a long time. Yeah, I did, which is why I honestly feel like I probably want an elective cesarean. And I don't take that decision. Like, I would like to yeah, be told I'm not pregnant. Yeah, that is not, like, That's taking not an easy it lightly decision. because no. I honestly feel like a C-section is the tough... I the, do too. ...the tough option. I do too. Um, and people kind of slate C-sections yeah. too much for my liking. I'd do everything to avoid one. Yeah. Um, we shall see. If I'm in the family way, up the pole, as my good, friend says. Good luck to the nun and the bean. The nun and the bean. <laughs> May Godspeed. It's like Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh, my goodness. Anna and the Beanstalk, brilliant. Um, oh. Right, 
Come on, Lulu, what are you going to rant about this week? So, oh my God, I've actually... We're still pre-recording, by the way, guys. Um, I've actually gone stiff. Um, right, so, as we all know, I went to LA mm. earlier this month, was working, mm. secret project. Mm. Can't talk about it. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what it is. Oh, yeah. Um, but what annoys me is the fact that mums mm. get shit. For but. going away, working away, like, or but people just say, "Oh, who's got your kids? My husband, or my mum, or my nanny." Like, why are you asking me mm. where my children are? Oh, you know what? I just left them in a padded room for a few days with like a device that delivers them water and food every mm. like three hours. Uh, like, dads can go away; they can work away, and I bet you my husband works away a lot. He never no gets one ever asked. asks him. He no. never ever gets asked. Where are your children? Mm. It's so fucking rude. It's so fucking ancient. <coughs> judgy. Like, it's judgy. It's judgy. It's okay? judgy. And other mums are the worst for doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay? It is like mums shaming mums because, like, oh, you've gone away and you've left your children. If Even if I want to go away and I want to get pissed for two weeks every day and leave my kids, it's none of actually your fucking business. Okay, my kids will probably grow up with a few issues. But... It's still none of your business. Like, and it pisses me off. The judgy mums, the, the, but also this particular, like, mums working away versus dads working away. Why Why is it that it's okay for dads? People don't bat an eyelid. It's just like, oh, okay, you have to go away for work. You're providing. Oh, poor you. You're, well you're like, done. Oh, yeah, oh, you can go. And, and the mum, it's like, oh, you're working away, are you, you fucking bitch? Yeah. Like, how can you leave your mm. kids? It's really bad. Yeah. It's really, really bad. It needs to stop. I mean, there are some mums that ancient. are better with it. I mean, I, I was away working a couple of weeks ago and, and there were some other fellow mums that were away f- with, I was away too. And we were like, yeah, go the mums. But it, but it's like. Yeah, only because they relate. Right, exactly. But in it, general, in everyone's general, really judgy. It's like, oh, what, what are you doing away then? What? What, what can I like? I had someone. Can I ask why you're in LA? <laughs> no, you fucking can't. But it's but it's almost like as well. I think it's even it's even worse. It's like it's almost like what they're trying to say is how dare, dare you, you enjoy yeah. yourself? Or like how, how dare, dare you? you? How dare you go away and work? I had it actually the other week. Like how when dare I, you do I, that? Yeah. And I don't think you should be doing I, that. I had a, I had a sacred They've half a day off the other week, and Enzo was in nursery, and I went and had uh, a massage because, uh, quite frankly, I bloody well wanted one. Yeah. Um. And I'm and I there and I'm a few people. I don't even know them. Just yeah. probably the random receptions. Can't remember who it was. But when they kind of say, oh, treating yourself today, you know, on a Tuesday yeah. afternoon, they're like, oh, and I said, yes, I am, actually. I said, you know, but, but rare mum time off sort of thing. Oh, where's yeah. your son? He's at nursery. And it's like... I know. It's that, it's that it's look like, of, oh, you've oh, left your kid at nursery. You've, you've dared to take an hour for a massage, you know, and your child's in there. Yeah, bloody have, actually. I know. Like, is is doing, it any of your business? He's doing no, my time not. I'm having a massage. Why should you be asking me that? Well, guess what? You fucking shouldn't. Get back yeah. to mum's net. Bitch about me to all the other mums. And fuck off. Can I also tell you something really funny when we're talking about mums bitching? Mm. So, um, I, I did like, I do sometimes little Q&A things on my Instagram. Did one the other day. Someone asked me something about parenting. Oh, yeah. And I just said, you know what? What it comes down to as a parent is just parent your fucking kids. Parent your kid. Parent your kid. You, your kids are not the boss of you. If you are being bossed around by a two-year-old, you need to take a look at your life, okay? It's not fucking right. The kid is two years old. They don't even, like, know how to cross the road safely. Why are you being bossed around by them? I put this on my Instagram. It was screenshotted, right? And my, my one of my friends is... um. 
uh, a bit of a mother earth. She won't care about me describing her like that. And she's part of like these breastfeeding groups, you know, the typical ones that I hate. And someone had um, posted this, but not named me yet. She saw the picture and instantly knew it was me. Like she hadn't seen my Instagram, but she just knew it was me. She was like, fucking hell. I was like scrolling down this post and I knew it was you. And then someone said, what twat put this? And someone put Louise Zispen. They were like, she was like, it was so funny. The comments on there slagging you off were hilarious. And I was like, yeah, but they're all the, oh, it wasn't a breastfeeding group. It was a gentle parenting group. Okay, like, fuck off. And I was, I said to her, I was like, the only reason why they're like pissed that I've said that is because they know it's true. They're the ones being kept up all night by their two-year-olds. They're the ones that are rushing around trying to find the blue cup because their kid's crying because you've given them a green cup. Like, that's their life. Don't be that parent. Don't be that fucking parent. You will literally be running yourself ragged if you are giving in to the whole, I'm having a tantrum because I wanted this. You know what? Just put up with a tantrum. It's short. I didn't want an apple. short-term pain for a long-term gain. And I was like, the only, she was like, it was so funny the things they were saying and mm. I was like I really like it ju- I just don't care because at the end of the day look who's laughing now bitches and on that note <laughs> that's a corker uh, that's it for this week we're back on my it's a good one we're back on Monday and we won't be pre-recording no we won't we'll actually be back for, we'll be back for reals for with like real. proper topical shit I know and then we'll be like oh my god so our last like three episodes have been pre-recorded and let me tell you what's been happening in my life Hopefully I wouldn't have broken any limbs. And um, I'm going to warn you now, we will probably have a really extra long episode because we'll have yeah. about three weeks of verbal diarrhoea to get out. True. Um, uh, we've got extra lippy though to tide you over till then, but we need you sending your emails to looselipspod at gmail.com. Hop onto WhatsApp and send a voice note or message. The number is 07395 We'll put it in the podcast description. And of course, you can get in touch with us the usual way. Tweet or Insta post us using the hashtag, hashtag looselipspod. My Instagram's at Louise Zisman. Mine's at Anna Williamson official and remember to subscribe I've got to read on remember to subscribe if you haven't already show someone how to download the podcast force them to listen and join the Loose Lips gang please rate five stars nothing less and review us as well we'll see you Thursday bye for now hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit 
yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.